All right. Hello? Hello. Hello, mama. Hey, mama. Hey, big mama. That's me, your son. All right. Are we recording? Ah, yes, we are recording. All right. Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Balls and Fists podcast. And if you don't want to say Balls and Fists uh, podcast in front of your friends and family, co-workers, you can say BNF, uh, BNF Sports, because um, it is a sports podcast, but it also isn't, you know, and that that's the, that's the gift basket that this podcast is. It's not, you don't know what's going to happen. Am I going to talk about sports? Am I going to talk about my love life or lack thereof? Am I going to talk about me just selling my home this week? Maybe. I mean, why else would I just bring it up? I don't know. Because I did it. And I'm on the microphone. Why the hell wouldn't I say that? Ah, coffee. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't brush my teeth yet. But it's because I have to drink my coffee. I can't. You can't brush your teeth and then drink coffee right after. Because you get like that that mixture. It's like a... It's like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's taking like mint. It's like the mint of the toothpaste and whatever chlorine and whatever's in there. Mixing with the coffee bean and it just gives you like mouth diarrhea. It tastes like you just ate diarrhea. So, I mean, my breath kind of stinks right now, but you guys can't smell it with this technology here. You're just listening. You can't smell shit. Even if my, di- my mouth did smell like shit, you, you wouldn't be able to smell it. Not yet. Are you, are you guys excited for the time when... Because technology right now, right? We have our phones. You know, we can see it. You know, we can listen. We can hear it, right? So we got two senses right there. We can touch it, right? Touch screen. Um, next is smelling. You know, so... There's going to be probably features. Actually, I'm going to do that app. If I swear to God, if you, listener, if you listen to this and then you take my app idea once the smelling feature on phones is there, I'm going to come to your home. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to come to your home. I'm going to send you a virus that just leaks fart smells and like baby diarrhea farts just like in the middle of the night or like while you're at work. I'll just send it to your phone. <clears throat> so, yeah. Avoid any personal confrontation. Just do it uh, over the phone. What are the other senses? People, I'll get into the sports in a sec, but fuck, let me riff. Um, I don't know why I'm so defensive. Probably probably from that guy last week who, who just decided to give me his input without me asking. Um, what are the senses? Um, five senses... Come on, I don't need a life story here. Touch, right? So the phone has that. Sight, yeah, phone has that. Hearing, yeah, phone has that. Smell, right? So that's the one it doesn't. And taste. Because technically you could taste your phone. You could taste it, but it's going to taste like a phone. But do you guys think there's going to be a day where you can like 3D print food out of your phone? There's got to be a time when that happens. Maybe not in our lifetime, or maybe not within like the next 10 years, maybe not within the next five years. 
But if they're making self-driving cars that are going to be ready by like the end of this year, I'm pretty sure we're going to have food that comes out of our phones. Maybe that's like the new fast food. Because no longer will you have to wait for your delivery driver to come to your door. You know, <clears throat> you know, you just hey, you want pancakes and your phone just it makes those like um, old internet sounds and like a pancake comes out of the the charger hole in your phone. I don't know, I I'm pontificating, but I, listen, this podcast Maybe more so than just sports or my personal life and the mixture of two. I think this podcast is more about guessing and gambling. So what are your bets, guys, on the likelihood of us having our phones um, appealing to our smells and tastes within the next five years? What's the over-under? I would say you're probably in the favorite, like your bet... Your betting odds are a favorite to say that within the next five years that it won't happen. All the taste and smell on the phone. Right? So, you know, if you want to put money down, hey, I'm all game. Because if my dream, not my dream, but if what I think comes true, I, I could become a millionaire. Right? That That's, I want to be a millionaire. Don't you want to be a millionaire? Unless you're a billionaire, then you don't want to be a millionaire. You, you probably like Bill Gates. <clears throat> what an interesting time. What an interesting time for real. Like Bill Gates gets divorced. After 27 years. And. You know, like, you know, Conor McGregor got knocked out this year. Israel Adesanya got beat by Jan Blahovich. Um... Jorge Masvidal knocked out. Like, this is a year where all the greats, including myself, took a big D up the A. A big D in the A. But hey, if, you know what? Me, McGregor, Bill Gates, we're going to come back and put our Ds back in your A, life. I'm smiling silently right now because it's funny. Um, um, should we get should we get into the sports? Should we get into the sports? I don't know. I kind of want to riff on on uh, personal life, but you know what? Here, every episode is different. All right, because I am still figuring out the identity of this podcast, and I was explaining to my friend. I'm just following the Tao. You know the Tao? The Tao, like the way of Eastern philosophy. You know, you just follow whatever flows. Be like water. You know that, that phrase? I don't know why I said it like that. But, oh, I got food in my mouth. I don't know what that's from. I didn't even eat today. Maybe, uh, maybe while I was sleeping, I ate some spiders or something. I don't know. Um... What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the identity of this podcast. So, you know, I, I told my friend, honestly, I don't know who the fuck is listening to this podcast, but there are quite a few people listening, you know? And uh, and there's people from, like, the U.S., Germany. I'm like, interesting. I have no idea 
maybe it's the name Balls and Fists because I don't know if, I don't know if I uh, mentioned this on the previous podcast, but when I look at the statistics, it shows forty six percent of people listening are male, and I thought that would have been higher. But the number that's higher, the 54%, is non-binary. It's not even women. So I have like a whole trans community of people. Like I think I just clickbaited a whole trans community. That like balls and fists, yeah, I could remove those or gain them. Maybe that's... uh, If you're a a trans person, if you're non-binary... I mean, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know if you're still listening to this podcast because that is, I mean, I want to learn about you, you know, and and maybe we could learn about each other and we could heal our um, traumas, I guess. I don't know what the fuck. Listen, so I think that's, uh, we're going to try that for now. We're going to try just this intro and we're going to pop right in right after the, uh, what the fuck am I saying? Um, <laughs> holy shit like I think I just need to see the sun or something uh, and as I say that there's like dark clouds it was just sunny alright so I gotta brush my teeth I gotta go out in the sun so it's not gonna be a long podcast and I, I know I say that every single mother fudging time I know I say that every time but this time I'm being for real. I need to get a tan. I need to unsink my cheeks, right? Hollow cheeks. Because everybody that I see now, they're like, oh my God, you lost a lot of weight. And it's like, I don't like when people say that. Because just say like, hey, oh, you look different. No, not even that. Just be like, oh, you look good. You know? Because I don't do that to other people. I, I sweep it under the rug. Because I'm thinking like, oh, if this person lost a lot of weight, I'm sure... I mean, they either have, you know, AIDS or, sorry, or they're running. And that's what the fuck I was doing. I was running a lot and not eating a lot. But then I've, I think I had at least three different, yeah, at least three different people within like the last two, three weeks be like, oh, you lost a lot of weight. You know, you get self-conscious and you're like, you know, I started eating McDonald's like every day for like five days just because I'm like, oh yeah, you think I'm losing weight? Not anymore. Not anymore, son. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys get self-conscious about that stuff. But hey, let's get into the sports after this intro, baby. Hey guys, do you want to hear a fact? Okay, here's the fact. Out of all the podcasters in the world, Mark has the biggest ball sack. Ball so big that they frightened King Kong. Uh, even my pews, the same height as Ken John. Uh, is this even about sports? I don't know. Uh, something clever about how pitchers like to throw. Uh, does a glove fit? Cause I wear extra small. Probably why this podcast is so goddamn raw. Please listen to my bets and bet it all. Bet it. Even if you lose your money, come back. Yeah. Motherfucker, this is a comeback. Pregnant lady with a son, balls, that's two balls, 
three bars, four bars. Suck my balls, suck Mark's balls. Hi-hoo, my balls won't stop growing. Let's start the show. These balls are heavy. Oh shit, I stepped in it. Oh my god. So, did you guys become millionaires off my picks last week? Because if you chose the picks that I gave you, and I'm talking UFC and Kentucky Derby, you'd be, depending how much money you put on, like, for sure a millionaire, potentially billionaire. Because, let's let's reevaluate UFC first, okay? Uh, one, two, three, four. So I got four, I got four picks right. So I made five picks, right? I made five picks, four were right. The last one was not right because it was a tie. When the fuck does that ever happen? It was a tie. So yeah, I called Yuri over Reyes, and I even called the round. I, I said either the end of the first round or the second round, like beginning of second round. And boom, catches him with that elbow. And you could tell Reyes was not gonna last past two rounds. Like, Reyes is strong, athletic, and all that, but Yuri is just a wild man. So yeah, I called the, the Giga fight over Swanson. I called Strickland over Yotko, Mirab over Stamen. Uh, and yeah, the only one I didn't get right, but did I get it wrong? I don't know if I got it wrong either, because Kutalaba did not win. Uh, Kutalaba versus Jacoby. So that's the one that tied. And fucking Jacoby, why did you let up? You almost had the knockout. Kutalaba was winded. He's like me two minutes into a basketball game. Like when I play intramurals, intramurals with my friends, I'm like, I need a sub. <laughs> I need a sub, you know? Two minutes in. Come on, Jacoby. You could have made the fans of this podcast trillionaires. You could have made it trillionaires, but you slowed up. You slowed up. And then after Kutalaba dis disrespecting you before the fight, during the fight, you know, so by the end, you want to shake his hand. No, nah, don't shake his hand. You didn't make us trillionaires. Go home, you failure. All right. I'm, I I could just say that, all that stuff in the mirror right now. So, uh, but fuck you, Jacoby. You know, it's funny, my, my friend, I'm trying to be a bit more tame this podcast because my friend listening, he was saying, uh, he's like, he, he's like, he thought I was like really mad last episode, you know? And uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little annoyed at his friend's input because I didn't ask for it, but I played it up as well, you know? that That's what I do, I riff, I talk shit. And my whole goal was just to riff and rant on this guy and then drop my new ridiculous uh, intro song. So that was kind of the goal and my friend was just like, he's like, oh man, like, because <laughs> his friend was kind of offended by the podcast, you know, and so my friend uh, was like, oh man, so I got both my friends offended, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's, um, that's the thing about comedy, that's, that's why, that's why I don't like to tell people I do comedy, because whenever you tell somebody, they're like, oh, you do comedy, so like, you, you do like juggling acts, or you like, oh, what's the deal with the supermarket closing? You know, and it's it's not so much that in terms of my comedy. My comedy is 
you know, I like to, um, I like to joke about things that you're not supposed to joke about, you know, and that makes some people uncomfortable. So that like, you know, that's why I don't like telling people. I have friends always being like, hey, whatever your next comedy show is, let me know. And it's like, no, like, I'm not going to let you know. Because if you're not a comedy fan, like if you're not like a, if you don't, if you, let's say you don't know who George Carlin is. Let's say you don't know who Andy Kaufman is. Let's say you don't even know who like Anthony Jeselnik is. There's no way you're going to like my comedy. You're going to be like, this guy's out of his fucking mind. You know, because people that don't get comedy, they're just like, and it's not bad. It's just, you know, it's just a, a misunderstanding. You know, when people see a comedian tell jokes, they're like, oh, that's how he really feels. You know, but it's not. It's not all the time. So maybe there's like 20% of truth in each joke. But more than not, you're kind of, you're trying to craft some shit that's funny. And what's funny is things that you're not supposed to say. You know? But I don't want people to confuse me and be like, oh, well, he's a crazy person. You know? And I'm not saying I'm not crazy. You know, I think we're all little, a little nutty, whether we admit it or not. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's why I don't tell people to come to my shows, like, like friends and stuff. Cause like, if you, if you don't, if you don't get comedy, you're going to look at me like a wacko and then you're going to tell your family. So you're going to tell people, you're going to tell, you're going to tell 10 people that are going to tell 10 people. They're going to tell 10 people. And then it's going to come full circle to my family. And they're like, see, we knew he was crazy. He's talking about his pee pee in front of 50 people. 50 to 200 people. Why Why do people need to know about your pee-pee? I'm just like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta explain from the root why I'm doing this and how it's like philosophically based. And they're like, what the fuck are you even talking about? I'm like, see, see, there's no winning. You know, I can't, I can't argue that comment and be like, well, I have three dick jokes and they're not really about my dick. They're like, whose dick are you talking about then? You know, it's tough to, when people have their assumptions made, it's hard to um, convince them otherwise. You know, you know, like, even now there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people being like, getting offended, you know, at other people. Like, even with myself, this girl got offended at something I said. And she just not would, she wouldn't let up from what she perceived I thought I was saying. So I like, I tried to clarify for her what I was saying. And she's like, no, no, you're just trying to go back. It's like, no, I'm not trying to go back. Like, I'm literally being who I am. I just made fun of retarded people. And you were fine with that. I just made fun of like, like uh myself i made fun of like women like it was like i'm making fun of everything you know and, and uh but i guess if it hits on the thing that you're sensitive to then you're like no you do not joke about that no smack your hand smack smack it smack that hand for me smack that hand for me oh girl okay um That was that was a little rant. Let me uh let's regroup. Let's take five minutes. No. Uh no, we're not gonna No, it's getting dark again. No. Alright. So 
We're going to end this podcast right now. Click. Okay, no, that's not true. I still have a few things to go through. We're going to go through this week's picks for UFC and the Canelo Alvarez fight versus Saunders. Uh, we're going to discuss Diego Sanchez. What the fuck? We're going to discuss Carmelo Anthony moving 10th uh, to 10th in scoring. Uh, some other NBA shit. Jimmy Butler, my man Jimmy Butler, fucking going off on Carl Anthony Towns. Oof. Um, Jimmy is soulless. I love it. I love how soulless, like, Carl Anthony Towns' mom just died of corona, and Jimmy's like, I don't care. You soft as shit. You know, like, I can appreciate that level of evil. Um, and Jokic MVP talk. So, uh, so this week's picks, I'm going uh, Michelle Watterson. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The karate hottie. Um, she has trouble speaking English, and I don't know if it's her being a immigrant, um, or head trauma. But I'm choosing her over Marina Rodriguez. And for you guys even to question me and be like, oh, well, that's ignorant. Like, that's why you chose Michelle Watterson. How do you think I get every other pick correct? How do you think by me being ignorant? I don't put thought into this and go, well, if this and the... That's when I'll be wrong, you know? I'm doing the George Costanza where it's like, I'm doing and saying the opposite of whatever my instinct is. You know, it's the summer of George or Mark this year. So, Michelle Watterson, Karate Hottie. You know, you know Thug Rose? Thug Rose was my babe, my, my honey, my sweet honeycomb a couple weeks ago. And you guys know that. I was all up on Thug Rose, like, you know, Thug, ride my face. You know, but, you know, Thug, you won, and I don't need you anymore. Because I want a new winner. I want Michelle Watterson on my face. All right. Um, so next we got... <laughs> we got uh, Donald Cerrone versus Morano. And so Morano, he has... The the youth on his side. He's 30 years old. But Cerrone has the experience. And Cerrone's been through... Uh, like They call it Murderer's Row. Uh, he's been through McGregor, Benson Henderson, Darren Till, uh, Nico Price. This guy's been through fucking everybody. You know? So this guy's got experience galore. And it basically comes down to how slow is he now? You know, because with the age, your eyesight goes a little bit, your your range of motion, your flexibility. And yeah, sure, you can train and all that, but unless he's on like HGH and testosterone, I don't know how you could kind of upkeep, like keep up with the young guys. So I'm going Cerrone though. I'm going Cerrone. I think his experience... I think he'll catch Morono. I think Morono, because it's kind of known that Cowboy Cerrone is a slow starter. Cowboy's a slow starter. So Morono's probably going to come in, try to like whoop him within the first minute. You know, and that's where Cerrone, if you could counter him, catch him, you know, I think that, that might be where he wins. Maybe a check hook, 
maybe a, a high kick to the head. Um, we got Neil Magny versus Jeff Neal. Oh, lots of Neils there. Um, this is going to be, I think, a good fight. Because they're both strikers. Um, but I think Magny is going to beat Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal, I think he's just going to be... Jeff Neal is kind of just going to be like a gatekeeper guy. Like a Derek Brunson of the... Uh, what is that? 170? Yeah, 170 pounds. Um, I can see... I, I see Jeff Neal as like a 10 to 15 ranked guy. And Neil Magny, probably like 6 to 10, you know, around there. So I'm going Neil Magny over Jeff Neal. Um, next fight, Amanda Ribas versus Angela Hill. And the only reason I'm picking Amanda Ribas on this is just because I don't like Angela Hill. I just don't like her voice. It's all nasally and, hey guys, how is me, Angela Hill? Like fucking Dr. Green Thumb. Like uh, Krusty the Clown. Um... I mean, that's not her fault, but um, it's just an off-putting voice. What can I say? Mangela. Oh, shoot. We used to we used to call this girl that looked like... Uh, she had, like, masculine features when we were young, before the, the trans movement. Uh, her name was Angela, but we would call her Man Mangela. I mean, I guess you could kind of get a, a hate crime for doing that now, but I was young. You know, I, I was 17. That was... Uh, Holy shit, almost a half a lifetime ago. Woo! That's crazy. Isn't that crazy when you think about it? Like, who I was 15 years ago? Like, I still have certain fucked up traits and, let's say, traumas that have happened from there. But for the most part, I have matured, you know? Like, think about it. Like, what kind of person were you at 17? Maybe still leaving streaks in your underwear, you know, maybe you still leave streaks in your underwear now, but now you just switch to darker underwear, you know, so, yeah, maybe you're still doing it, but you learn how to cope with it, isn't that, isn't that what life is about, you know, uh, I guess that's a one good thing about wearing thongs, like, I don't wear thongs, but I think that would be a good thing about wearing thongs, where it's like, you can't really streak the underwear, or can you? Because it doesn't cover your whole butthole, does it? Like, I feel like there would be still room on either side of the string part for, like, streaks to, like, 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 siphon off the sides. You know? I don't know. I don't know. But you know what's weird? Whenever you got, like, if you live with a girl and, like, you see her, like, dirty underwear, like, ugh. Jesus Christ. Like, Really? I thought I thought women were like clean and like ugh. Somebody needs dark underwear. You know what? I'm 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 gonna rat on my girlfriend right now, my ex girlfriend. Okay. One time we went camping with all our friends, and they're like, "Okay, bring a bring like one of those like mini inflatable mattresses." And my ex brought like a, she brought like a mattress, but there's like a huge piss stain on him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, my friends are seeing this, you psycho. You know, now I got to play it off like it's my piss because I don't want people to be like, oh, damn, your girl's like uh, disgusting. You know, so I take the brunt and I'm like, yeah, you know, like uh, drank a lot of nest tea. 
Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Um, so how did I go from like Angela Hill to to piss covered uh, inflatable mattresses? That's what I want to know. <laughs> um. Okay, so then we got, uh, oh yeah, and this UFC card was supposed to be um, Sandhagen versus TJ Dillashaw. It was supposed to be TJ Dillashaw's comeback fight after he tested positive for IPOs, uh, performance-enhancing drugs. And, but I, I think, what, what did he have? Like a forehead cut? A cut on his forehead? But come on, TJ. Come on, snake in the grass. You know? I think uh, Conor McGregor called him out back in the day. They go... He, he was talking about, uh, I think it was Uriah Faber, this other fighter, that, that TJ Dillashaw was fighting at Uriah Faber's, like, I guess, camp, like, like gym. And Conor McGregor was like, there's a snake in the grass. There's a snake in the grass. I'm talking about TJ Dillashaw. And it's true. TJ Dillashaw, he switched camps. He switched gyms. Um, and he was a snake in the grass. And even a snake in the grass... For taking performance enhancing drugs. What a jerk. Who does that? Not me when I was in my 20s. If you know me and you listen to the previous podcast, you know that I was on steroids. My PP worked sometimes, sometimes it didn't. Story of my life, baby. Steroids. Doing it with muscle. Um... Okay, yeah, so uh, Canelo versus Saunders. And again, you guys know I do ignorant picks, but that's why I'm right all the time. You don't have to be smart in this world. You just go with whatever the first thing comes to your head. Don't even think about it. Um, so I'm going Canelo. Canelo's going to beat Saunders because who the fuck is Saunders? Colonel Sanders? Is that is that, how, is that who it is? Um yeah, I'm going Canelo. Um, oh, shoot. Let me just say as well, for the, the, the last week's picks as well, I got Ruiz correct as well. Let me just say that. Um, that might be confusing. But, um, yeah, so I'm going Canelo because I don't know who the fuck Saunders is. So Saunders, go home. Go fight Jake Paul. And I like what Canelo said. Cause he's got he's had some eyes on him this week, and he said how um, he would beat Mayweather in his prime, and I love the shit talk. I love the shit talk, cause I actually never. Canelo's in his prime right now. Canelo was not in his prime when he fought Mayweather. What was it like ten years ago? I think almost right. Mayweather was in his prime. You know, like, and. So let's see how long ago that was. Mayweather. Um, Mayweather. Canelo. When was that? Yeah, 20, 2013. That was eight years ago. Canelo was a young pup. Young pup. And so I I never really thought about it that he wasn't in his prime but I think it's only fair now, since Mayweather is out of his prime, that they fight now. That's only fair. But obviously Mayweather won't take that fight because he's 
he wants to stay undefeated. I think his record is like 50 and 0. You know? So that's why he's only entertaining like Jake Paul, Logan Paul. He's not looking for a real fight. He's just looking for a payday. You know? You see how you see how how old Mayweather looks now? He Yeah, he looks old as hell now. He looks like uh I think I could fight him. I could fight him. Little midget. What are you? Five foot one? Floyd? Um also hilarious. Hilarious with the, the Jake Paul Mayweather. It's so fake. It's so fake. But it's America the circus and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the fakeness. I'm enjoying people thinking it's real. I love when people are confused. It's funny to me. You know, so... Um, here, let me save this because my, my computer's been fucking up recently. Um, so... You know what's funny? Like, Jake Paul is actually more self-aware than I thought he was. I thought he was just, like, dumb, spoiled brat from, like, Malibu, him and his brother, like... But he's actually more self-aware than I thought. And that's very surprising. You know, it's, it kind of makes you have to, like, 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 rethink what you think not only about that person, but, like, people similar to that, you know? Where, where, you, where you might have a misconception about them, you know? But I think... <laughs> like, that was hilarious. Got your hat. Like, that's some shit Bart Simpson would say. That's some shit. <laughs> Got your hat. Yo, that's fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> it's such, like, PG-13 trolling. It's such, like, Disney Channel trolling. Like, I got your hat. Was it just to show, like, was he trying to get a moment where, like, Mayweather was bald and, like, he rips the hat off him? Like, is that what that was supposed to be? I don't know. Fuck, that was so funny, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> your hat that there's no way that's that's real right there's no way because why would that why would that be real mayweather's not even fighting jake paul he's fighting logan paul the older brother unless he just thinks all white people are the same which is a possibility i get it you know because i'm eastern european i could tell the differences in all the whites like i could tell british different from like russian Whereas if you're not white, you might be like, white looks the same to me, you know? Like that old joke, um, how like all Asian people look the same, blah, 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 blah. Oh, but that was fucking funny. Got your hat. So ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even think I can say anything about it. I think that's just hilarious. Like... America, America is definitely, definitely on the downfall. This reminds me of the Holy Roman Empire when there was certain emperors that they put themselves in the Olympic Games when it totally just like, it became a joke. It became a parody of itself. And like, I, I, I forget who the emperor was. I think it might have been Nero or some shit of the roman empire 
So he put himself in the Olympics, and he even made like a new, uh, I think it was like, I don't know if it was guitar, but it was some type of like musical instrument uh, portion of the Olympic Games. And then he put himself in that as well. And then he won that competition because like, who's going to, you know what I mean? What are you going to try to beat the emperor? No, the guy's going to kill you, you know? So this is what America reminds me of right now. And like, um, like all good things come to an end, you know, whether it's relationship, um, and that's not to sound pessimistic, all good things come to an end, but there's still good things that come during it, during the end. And even after, you know, like, uh, think about like, um, like a caterpillar in a cocoon, you know, it ends in a cocoon, right? It ends that life, but then becomes a butterfly, you know, it's, uh, like a fetus, you know, your, your life ends as a fetus when you become human. You know, you, you think you got something good going on there. You're like, damn, I don't even have to like, I don't have to forage for food. Like the food just gets hooked up from this woman's belly button to my mouth. You know, that's pretty cool. Like you don't even know that as a fetus. You're just getting like star treatment. You don't, you don't got to leave your home. You're getting Amazon shipment delivered right to your mouth. That's pretty dope. Like, you don't know any better. And you're basically in a uh, flotation tank, you know, when you're a fetus, which is pretty cool. You know, but then, uh, you know, you end as a fetus when you become a human. You know, you, you get popped out of your uh, your mom. Or I guess now you could be a man and have babies. I'm so confused with things. Um, uh, <laughs> uh do not misgender me, you fucking assholes. I am a man. It's man. You guys remember that? Uh, <laughs> you guys remember that? It's a man person. That was like at EB Games losing their shit. I'm sorry, sir. It's ma'am. <laughs> that was so funny. But like, it does unfortunately make the trans community look bad. And I don't want them to look bad. Or it's just like this person was kind of their representative just because that video went viral, you know? It's the same way that like Jake Paul is my representative as like a white guy right now, unfortunately. It's like I wish I wish it could have just been like Elon Musk. He was my representative, but nah, it's it's unfortunately Jake Paul. Um Okay, we're gonna talk about this. The Diego Sanchez Yo, everybody's on the Diego Sanchez, like, fuck, like, Diego's out of his mind, and his coach is out of his mind. So if if you know, I don't even know where to start with this. Diego Sanchez, he's like OG, OG UFC fighter. Uh, He's probably like 38, 39 now. But he's always been known to just have, like, a lot of heart and, like, he would have a lot of comeback wins after just taking a lot of punishment. Like, so much heart, you know? But now, him and his coach, Joshua Fabia, or was it Fabia? He corrected some some person. Um, they, I think they're, like, trying to get the UFC in a lawsuit. It's very unclear. I'm not 100%, but they're doing something. You know, because, like, they're trying to get UFC in a lawsuit, I think, because I think they spoke to the UFC lawyers and they were demanding Diego's uh, medical records. 
Because I think his coach, Joshua Fabia, is saying like, well, Diego is not mentally well. Like it's kind of insinuated. Diego's not mentally well and he has CTE and you guys aren't giving us the records. But it's just the way that Fabia is approaching everyone. It's so... Um, uh, uh, um, argumentative. It's so like... And I get it. He's standing up for his guy. He's standing up for Diego. And he must have came into Diego's life when Diego had nobody. And Diego is kind of alluding that to that too. Because he got divorced. He left his gym uh, with... Um, what was his name? Whatever that popular gym that John Jones uh, fights out of. Something Willink. John Willink, something like that. So he left that gym. He felt like he wasn't getting trained and he was just basically there just to train other people and help the kids. And he felt like nobody was there for him. You know, and then around this time as well, his wife was like, basically wanted him to quit MMA because she didn't want to see him get hurt anymore. But he was like, you don't believe in me. And he doubled down on his dreams. But... You know, that's, you know, so now he's divorced on top of that, on top of having no gym. And that's just what we know, you know, like there's probably a whole, you know, I don't know if he has kids, but if he has kids, like I'm sure that must have affected how the kids looked at him, you know? So it feels like he just didn't have, feels like everything was kind of ripped away from him, whether right or wrong. You know, whether if it was his own doing and his own perception, doesn't matter. It was, it's still like, he's still perceived to be alone, you know? And so here comes this guy, Joshua Fabia, comes in and he starts teaching Diego about, you know, um, almost about the world, you know? Like, because now Diego's kind of woke but he must have been like ignorant before and then now kind of understanding the business side of let's say the UFC and, and negotiation where he's acting kind of like butthurt at the things that are happening in the UFC and you know. So it's a tough, like Diego is definitely respected, but then people are now just like, man, Diego's lost it. And I'm curious how much is actually a work? Like, is this a Jake Paul? He's actually more self-aware than, than we think he is. But he's just playing it up so well for whatever reasons that he is to draw attention to it. So that's my whole thing. Like, I don't know if he's actually truly mentally unwell or if they're actually just trying to pull some, uh, get some media attention, you know, because... Diego and, and his coach are talking about that. They're talking about trying to get attention to uh, the trauma and sacrifices that fighters have to make and, and they and that they take during their fighting career. You know, they've made that known. Um, as well, they're filming Joshua Fabia and Diego. They're both filming. They said they had like 40 hours of training footage recorded. And I was like, okay, like I don't, I don't get the relevance. And this this is like a couple of years ago that he referenced this, right? But within context now, he tried filming like a backstage argument with the UFC media team, like the announcers. 
and it didn't go well because again Joshua Fabia came in he came in too hot he could have just had a normal conversation as a man you know you don't have to come in so hot be like hey guys cut the bullshit like don't start off like that if somebody starts like be like I don't want to hear it blah 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 then then bring it to that level right but you can tell that Fabia is like he's trying to stand up for Diego. So I get it. I get it as a friend. You see your friend who's like a little puppy dog cuz he 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 has nobody to that's in his corner. So I guess he must have felt like that extra chip on his shoulder. You know? So I mean, we all got friends like that. Um I think I'm a mix of Diego and Fabia. I'm like them together. I'm like a little puppy dog. But at the same time, like, cut the shit. You know, I'm like... <laughs> People like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, uh, what's funny is... What's funny, though, is like... Diego and Fabia are... They're close. They're super close. And people call Fabia a con man and all that. I'm not sure if he is. I, I'm, I'm not sure if I've seen enough evidence like i haven't seen too much about fabia like i don't see how he's conning him but i think he's there to be there more as a friend to diego uh but there's just weird footage there's weird footage coming out where like diego is hanging like a bat like like a like a you know like batman but like bat He's hanging upside down and Fabia's like kicking him in the head and shit. I'm like, this can't be real. This this is like 50 shades of gray. Like this is like saddle what is it? Saddle masochistic. This is like a this should be the music video for Rihanna's SM. You know, like that's that's kind of the vibe that I get from it. S S N M N M M. Um It's pretty nuts. Like, but that's that's what I'm having trouble determining. Is it is he self-aware and purposely just trying to get attention? Or are they both just unaware characters like the Joker from the last Batman? You know, like we're completely delusional. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. Um but last thing I'll say on that is there's a funny uh like picture that came out where i think they're naked fabia and and diego that they're i think they're naked or they're at least like they look like they're naked from like the the top up and they got like just like light smiles i think uh people have been hinting that they're gay you know uh i think ariel hawani dalin Cerrone. yeah so people are just like but it's just funny how diego defended himself but like he's like we're not gay. Like it's just like it's so. Um, it felt like uh, what do you call it? Like like elementary school again. Felt like elementary school. Oh, here's an interesting point. Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith is a UFC fighter, but he's also a commentator for the UFC. And he has a podcast. And I'm gonna be honest. I think he's gaslighting. I think he's gaslighting for the benefit of the UFC. He's gaslighting, uh, what's his face? Diego. Because here's what I put together. I put, I connected the dots. 
Anthony Smith is a company guy. You know, he he defended... Um, he tried coming out with a story when Dana White was trying to catch streamers. And so Anthony Smith... You could tell. Like, I know when somebody's telling a story. Oh, not all the time. But you could tell his story was, like, just to prove a point. Like, I know a guy that, you know, he got fined for, like, thousands of dollars because he was streaming. And, you know, just don't do it. It's like, that's such a company thing to say. I get it. But I'm, like, anti-big companies, you know? Let's burn it down! Okay, that's not true. I'm not, um, I'm not anti-big companies. I'm just anti... I'm anti-companies that don't do the right thing, you know? And I'll be skeptical of companies that have a, uh, you know, UFC does have a history of underpaying their fighters, you know? Like, look at John Jones, you know, Conor McGregor, and, and all these guys. Basically, if you're, like, a top, top fighter, you're getting paid very well. But if you're just, like, a up, young up-and-comer... Yeah, they're going to rely on your hunger that you just want to be there to to improve, which I get. But at the same time, they're risking, each time they're risking their life, their brain, their body. You know, like if I break my leg and I'm an up-and-comer, will I be able to fight again? I earned $30,000 off that fight. How long does that keep you for? Like that, like if that's all the money you ever had, you got to go to a real job after. But now you got brain damage and a broken leg. Like, who's going to take care of you? You know? This is more serious than I want it to be. So let's get back into the funny, you, you fuck. All right. So let's get back into the funny. Uh, Carmelo Anthony moves to 10th in all-time scoring. And you know what I'll say to that? Who gives a fuck? Carmelo. Carmelo is... The most inefficient player I've ever seen in my life. This guy takes long twos like it's nobody's business. Like, either take another foot back and stop doing a spin move before you shoot. You know, so at least you're behind the three-point line. Or get in closer. What are you going to take a 23-foot jumper while spinning, fading away? Like, this isn't 2001 anymore. You know, that shit started going out of style when Vince Carter was at the end of his uh, career in Toronto. Remember when he, Carter was like, remember when Vince Carter was like a high flyer and then he developed a three-point shot and then he started sabotaging games that he didn't want to drive to the hoop anymore. He was literally only taking three-pointers. And then when he was on like a fast break, like all by himself, he would just do like a layup. Oh, what a cocksucker. Yeah, um, so Carmel Anthony, who gives a shit? Uh, Anthony Davis killed Steph Curry online in Grand Theft Auto. That was pretty funny. I appreciate that because it was like a public execution, and uh, they were on top of like a like a cliff, right? And so they had Steph, <laughs> they had Steph Curry like basically like right on the ledge of the cliff, edge of the cliff, and Anthony Davis. You see him; he takes. The gun, it literally just headshot back of the head and Curry falls off the cliff. I'm like, damn, I actually appreciate that. Because like how politically correct everything is being, I didn't think NBA players would would be publicly silly like that anymore, you know? 
Because there's a lot of people that be like, hey, come on, don't, you know, don't promote black-on-black crime or don't shoot guns. But it's like, it's funny, you know? It's, it's, uh, we have to have fun, people. Not everything needs to be so serious. You know, deal with your serious shit. If you got trauma, fucking deal with that. Go, go get betterhelp.com or go to a church. I think they got free help. But don't just be like, well, you can't have fun because I have my trauma. Shut the fuck up. That's like the guy, that's like the guy who commented on my podcast last week where he's like, oh, it's cringe when he talks about race. Well, fuck you then. Go not talk about race then. It's funny how it's like a lose-lose because it's like that whole book that that SJW girl, that social justice warrior, that she told me to read was White Fragility. And the whole point of White Fragility is white people are afraid to talk about race. And then when you talk about race, they're like, hey, hey, come on now, come on. Like, just shut the fuck up, people. Just shut the fuck up. Stay in your own lane. Personally, I like, um, I like, I like scrutinizing culture. All right, that's kind of a douchey term, but I like looking at culture and, and seeing the hypocrisies of it, the hypocrisy of man. I enjoy sports. You know, uh, the hypocrisy of man in sports and hypocrisy of business in sports. I don't know why I said sports. Um, so this podcast, I think, is all about my interests, you know. Uh, I'm also into investing, if that matters. I mean, I did talk about selling my house earlier today. Uh, I have a few investments. If you guys want investment advice, hey, that's gambling. Oh, my God, it's all coming together. All my interests are intertwined. Um, yeah, I'm into history. That's why I know about the Holy Roman Empire, um, the incidences of like how the emperors would do like the Olympics and then join in. Mm. What do you guys think of a segment where I do historical sports events? All right. What is that? How does that sound? You know, whether it's, let's say malice in the palace. When Ron Artest went into the stands and beat the shit out of fans and Steven Jackson and, and Jermaine O'Neal, you know, let's say, let's say I do a segment like that or other historical ones like, um, let's say the Olympics from the Roman Empire where an emperor just put himself in. Like that's literally if Joe Biden was like, yeah, I want to be in the Tokyo Olympics and he's just like, Put himself on Team USA basketball. I'm starting point guard. Oh, you know the thing. You know the ball. Um, ah, ooh, I'm still I'm pacing myself through this coffee. And what's cool about it is I'll probably be done the coffee by the end of this podcast, and I could go out and and bang some horse. Horse. I had to uh, I had to get a little uh, filthy because I don't think I was too filthy this podcast. But I mean, if I know I'm not doing something, I, I kind of tend to want to do it after. Like, like I'm a straight guy. I'm a straight guy. Don't get me wrong. But now that I'm like single, I'm like I don't have to be straight. I could go bang guys if I want. You know, I, I'll go do it out of spite. Now I'm going to Thailand. I'll go, you know, I'll go blow a lady. 
I'll go blow a lady, come back to Toronto with a whole new appreciation for blowing people, you know? Maybe I won't be so, uh... <laughs> Maybe I won't be so, uh... Easily accepting of it, you know? You're like, oh, yeah, sit back and, uh, you know, I'll do this for you. You know, maybe now I can appreciate it more. Be like, oh, I appreciate the effort that you're putting into this lady because this is hard. Um, that's ridiculous. Um, uh, uh, okay. Uh, ooh, I saw footage of this one-armed kid playing basketball. And, like, that that's crazy. It's crazy on many levels. It's inspiring because it's like, he crossed this guy up. It's like, how do you cross up a guy without having anything to cross to? You know, you can't like dribble from your right to your left. The ball will just go into air or like out of bounds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's also crazy on the level of like the coach picking him for the team and putting him in the game. Like I get, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just think it's crazy to like it's definitely progressive because the coach was like i'll give him a chance of course like i can appreciate that but then you're also like i i want to win the game you know this coach who knows maybe this coach is coach carter maybe he's a real life coach carter that'd be a cool movie uh the coach he's a coach nobody believed in him and he had all his players with no arms or missing limbs. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm not going to make you guys do suicides during practice because you guys already want to commit suicide. You know? Um, that's a bad joke, I know. But bad jokes are funny jokes sometimes. Sometimes there's stuff that's so unfunny that it's funny. You know? So just appreciate that. Uh, oh, so yeah, the one-armed guy, he crossed up the guy, spinned on him, and he went, cocked it back, and I guess because he couldn't really gather it with both hands, because only one hand, he missed the dunk, but I was like, oh my god, that was unreal, like, that was the best missed dunk, like, I kind of want to see this guy in the NBA, just let him dunk at the end of games, um, yeah, uh, Jimmy Butler destroying, oh my god, destroying Carl Anthony Towns. You guys see that? I think it was yesterday, uh, Minnesota versus Miami, because Jimmy Butler was in Minnesota, like he played for Minnesota a couple years ago, and that's when like there was reports coming out that Jimmy was like, talking shit during practice and he was a cancer but honestly that's why i like jimmy jimmy holds you to the fire and a lot of these guys like carl anthony towns they've never had anybody challenge them you know it was always just like well you get what you want because you're a seven foot guy and you're gonna become rich one day so we're gonna help you become rich and jimmy butler was like nah nah i'm holding you accountable like there was reports where I think Jimmy went on like a like crazy like 30 point scoring spree in practice and he's like you guys can't guard me your shit all this shit like you know so now it's continued even more where Jimmy Butler says to Carl Anthony Towns during the game you soft as baby shit you soft as baby shit 
And baby shit is soft, but I get it. Because Carly Towns is 7 foot, potentially 7 1. And he's taking threes. Just stay near the net. When you're open for a three on, let's say, a pick and pop, okay. But take maybe max four threes a game. Max. The rest of the time, stay inside. I don't know if it's bad coaching or if he doesn't believe himself or, like Jimmy says, he's soft as baby shit. But that's fucking ruthless. But that that level of... Because that's kind of Mamba mentality too. There's, there's footage of uh, Kobe coming out uh, uh, recently as well where he's telling Jeremy Lin, shoot, shoot. And Jeremy Lin shoots and misses. And Kobe's like, see, I, I baited him. I baited his bitch ass in the shooting. You know, and that that's the type of man that I want to be. That's the type of man you, you know, yeah, you, you, the people close to you kind of look at you as a piece of shit, but you're making them better, right? And if you want to be number one, you know, maybe sometimes you got to, you got to be Machiavellian with it. You know, you, you only get respect through fear. You know, so next time, next time I want somebody to respect me, I'm pulling out a gun and a knife pointing one at you, one at me, and being like, are you fearful? Want to respect me now? Right. Uh, and I think the last thing I'm going to say, um, Nikola Jokic, the beautiful human being, <laughs> okay, maybe not physically, but his game is so beautiful. The Tom Brady of of basketball just the way he he he's at the perimeter and just like he's scoping everything out and everybody's cutting and setting screens and then that's where he whips like a one-handed pass like it's so beautiful to watch uh he's averaging 26.4 points 10.9 rebounds and 8.5 assists this is insane he's averaging 8.5 assists with like an average team, he's making these guys, he's making these guys that are average and above average, really good. You know, and that that's what an MVP is. But what's crazy is he's still not getting respect from people online. Like I see people post online being like, oh, I just don't like him. He's the worst MVP candidate ever. I just don't like him. Is it about why don't you like him? Just because he doesn't look like a star like yeah he looks like a kid that like grew up in a serbian village so wait you're gonna hold that fucking against him but that just kind of shows the character of people who, who perceive that shit be like oh he doesn't look like that okay so that must mean you view other people in the same light right because if you look at this serbian villager be like well i just don't like his face you must look at vietnamese villagers the same way cambodian Nigerian, right? So, I don't know. It shows a lot about people because his game speaks volumes and that, that's what the game is for. It's the fucking game. He makes the game look beautiful. What, what, what is this, a, a gay competition? Like, who cares what he looks like? Yeah, he's got a weird chin and he, he smiles funny. Okay, did, were you beating off? Like, did it ruin your beat-off sesh? Um, I think that's a good as good place to end thank you for listening to the balls and fist podcast bnf sports and not sports podcast come join me back next week 
and we'll jerk each other off from uh, here till the cows come home. All right, bye-bye. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy uh, being outside. Bye-bye.